We'd like to acknowledge the Ugumba and Gadigal people who are the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded on. We'd like to pay respects to the elders, both past and present, of the Bunjalung and Eora nations. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello and welcome to No Judgment, the home of honest conversations and thought-provoking questions without the judgment. My name is Grace. And I'm Shannon. From relationships to pop culture, mental health to social media, we are covering it all. No rules except no judgment. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of No Judgment. How are you, Shannon? Hello, Grace. I'm great today. How are you? I'm okay. How's your day? How are you feeling? My day has been a little bit bit hectic today. No real updates. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Been getting back into my actually like training myself in my Pilates and my reformer at home, which is good that's instead good, of just yep. teaching. So that's been lovely. Um, what else? What else do I have to report? Oh, I can report that I've got a couple of speeding fines recently <laughs> and they've been through the same speed camera. It's not a place where you would usually speed through. It's at it's actually at a set of traffic lights. So unless okay. you're going like foot down because you're going through like an orange Bridge light or something, light, yeah. which is which is not generally my vibe mm-hmm. anyway, I would generally always stop. I've got two in the past month at this one particular spot. So it's a red light slash speed camera, right? Oh, okay. But they've both been speeding fines, not red light fines mm-hmm. or something like that. And then... Somebody told me today that they also got one today going through well, – saw the flash oh, and they apparently got one there as well. Yes. And this person was like, let's get a little like, you know, put all our papers together yeah. sort of thing because it may not be calibrated properly or yeah. whatever. That's almost like a um, a current affair type story. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I actually remember watching one of those stories and it was about a speed a speeding camera Yeah, when it was like between a 50 and a 60 zone. And I don't know why I always remember this story so well, but that's just yeah. like what it reminds me of. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm not that way inclined. I'm, okay. I don't know whether I'm just too lazy or I just don't give a fuck enough. I should give a lot more care to, you know, losing points and speeding fines oh, so and whatever. Losing points as well, not just money. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think it's many. I think it's maybe one point. Like, oh, it's, okay. and, and that's the thing. It's not much. Like, I didn't go over the speed limit much yeah. either time. And then when this happened again today to somebody else and they were like, oh, maybe there's actually something wrong with it. I was like, yeah, maybe there's actually something wrong with it and maybe it's I'm, not my driving. I'm perfect and it's fine. <laughs> The funny thing is I am like I have a bad history of speeding fines. <laughs> so it's kind of warranted. It's kind of okay. warranted when okay. I get speeding fines. Not that I've actually had any recently, like in the last, I don't know, I don't know, maybe six or seven years I don't think I've had a speeding fine. Mm-hmm. But to get two in one month and then another one today, I yeah, was just like, yeah, that's that's some bullshit right there, surely. <laughs> I'm trying to get you. <laughs> I know, right? That's the only funny, th- not funny, but that's the only thing that I really kind of have to report that I've thought about recently and I've had the shits about it too because I'm like two in one month and having not had any in so many years, I'm, I was so filthy at myself and then when that Your happened today, I was been dirty. Yeah, I know, I know, tarnished even. Yeah. I know, even, and then when, yeah, someone came back today and they were like, oh yeah, I got, like, got flashed at that speed camera today, maybe there's something wrong with it. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Anyway, maybe. so that that's my little life update. It's not very exciting. How was your week? How was your weekend? Uh, what day is it? Yeah, how was your week? How was your day? How's your day? What's going on? 
Um, how was my day? It was just one of those days where I feel like everything was just going wrong. Skin yeah, nothing went right. No, skin flaring up, headaches. I've got pimple patches all over me. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> my, I feel like my allergies are just flaring up. Oh, there's just some stuff at work. But, you know, that happens. It's one of those days. Um, but, yeah. Have we got any self-care booked in? What are we doing? Oh, I don't know. You said you're going to Pilates tonight. That's got Pilates like tonight. Yeah, so that's nice. what I'm kind of looking forward to, just going there and being able to work through the pain, breathe through the pain. <laughs> is that Reformer? It is are Reformer. Yeah, Reformer. Yeah, nice. So I'm excited. So that's a little cool. bit of self-care. Um, Mason's away at the moment, so... I guess having time to myself is fun so I can watch whatever I want. Um, but, yeah, just I feel like the next kind of couple of weeks will be a bit str- – not stressful but just a bit full on. And then I'm in Perth after that so that's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but not nothing else really to report – I mean, Are you just my, going to Perth for just a visit or is there something on? My sister-in-law's 30th birthday. Yay! So going to celebrate her and see the family and the friends, although half of like my friends are going to be in Europe. So that's fun. Mm, <laughs> but that's I called so one of my best friends it? the other day. And she was like, yes, we leave on the 9th. So three days time. Um, mm. And... There's like four of us going. I was like, oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so I'll see a few of my friends back in Perth, but, you know, that's that. Um, I'll be living vicariously through them. Although I may just block them on Instagram because I don't want to really want to see them in the south of France or in Sicily or wherever else they're going. But, yeah, so that was that. And then, yeah, so Perth for a week and a half, which would be nice. But other than that, no, no real updates. My AFL team's doing very well. The Dockers are doing very, very well. Flag mantle. Um, so yeah, I'll see you at the grand final, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so optimistic. I do Happy have, I do have one recommendation for you. Um, it is a podcast episode by. Mm-hmm. It's called Power Hour, and it's by mm-hmm. a lady called Adrian Herbert, and she's like a. I want to say, like, not career coach, but, like, I don't know, some sort of coach vibe. And I found her through another kind of wellness influencer doctor that I follow on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. But I listened to an episode called The Magic of Mushrooms by Tero Izzo – I'm going to butcher this – Izzo Cowpilla. And it was just really interesting. I feel like because I was maybe today with my, my skin flaring and – you know, all these kind of health issues. He was talking, this guy was talking about all these mushrooms that help with skin and with allergies. And I was like, at this point, I'll kind of try anything. <laughs> so that was really interesting. Um, a bit different to what I usually like because I'm a bit not into the whole mushroom thing. Mm-hmm. But I know that there are benefits from it. So, yeah, that was really interesting podcast for me if anyone else finds it interesting let me know mm-hmm. um so yeah thought i'd just let you know about that before we get into today's kind of episode and questions and things like that all right so today's episode we are actually going to do a few more of those questions those sort of life questions that we did the other week we had really good feedback from those had a few people um email and dm saying that they really enjoyed listening to us not only answer those questions but kind of work our way through them on the spot. They liked that it wasn't like something that we had really sat down and given each other the opportunity to think about previously so it wasn't super contrived, Mm. I guess. Um, What do you think about that? Do you think that it kind of – I think it sounded back – Organic, authentic. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I like that. I think – yeah, I don't know. I think it's nice when you can hear people thinking about the answer as opposed to being like, I've thought of, I like I've written it down and I'm just kind of reading off a page. I love listening to people work through and how they, they how they got to where they ended yes. up. Yeah, like I'm so much more inclined to listen to a conversation about how you got to where you are as opposed to where like the answer or where you got to yeah. in the end. I really love sort of 
yeah, those inner workings of people's brains and so do other people too apparently. <laughs> so that's really cool. And I also had a few people reach out and send us, you know, their opinions or answers to some of those questions mm. as well, which was really, really cool. Might share some of those on our Instagram stories soon. Um, but the first one, would you like to go first? Have you got the page up? I do. You can, go, do you me to go you first? can go first. I haven't actually chosen one yet. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this one, so I don't know if I should ask it or not. But it might be nice to sort of hear you elaborate. And obviously, I think my answer is going to be very different. You probably already know what it is. Do you believe in soulmates? One very specific person, one person on this whole planet that is just for you and you are for them. And I don't think... That's the premise of a soulmate, right? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah, like, yeah. No, no, no. You're, you're I'm not tripping. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. But I feel like there's like a bunch of people that are like right for you, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. as opposed to one person. Mm-hmm. And also, when I say like that are right for you, that's not just like in the romantic sense. I think like friendships. You know, you can also be like find people that you just click with, and you just. I don't know. It's just you're just comfortable from the get go. And so you're like, they're going to be in my life for a very, very long time. But then I also think, actually, this is me going off topic. <laughs> I mean, what's new? Um, but there's a whole thing about, you know, that people come into your life when you need like a lesson or something and then they leave it. Um, Reason, season, lifetime. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So like, I feel like there's that vibe as well. So it's not like a soulmate for like your life, but a soulmate for maybe that period of like you needed that person for whatever and they've come to you and they've given you what they needed. And so that that you even like friendships that like were soulmates during that time and then you've moved on. So yeah, I think don't think there's one person. I think there's like a bunch of people, maybe like ten. <laughs> What's your answer? Yeah. I mean, I'm similar. If I had to give it like a black and white answer, I would say no. Mm-hmm. Purely because there needs to be room to, yeah, as you said, allow other people to come in and out of your life for whatever reason that might be at that time. Um, but no, I don't believe in soulmates. And I think it is cringe when people refer to somebody as soulmate. I mean, that's just me. Like mm-hmm. that's because... I don't know. I just, I've never been that way inclined, you know, like people weave it into their wedding vows and things like that. And I'm like, let's just, I don't know if I'm just too pragmatic about things. I'm just like, let's just try and find, like, if you, if you want to be in a relationship with somebody for the rest of your life or whatever, obviously that's the Mm -hmm. end goal for a lot of people in life. Let's just find somebody that you don't hate. Let's find somebody. Yeah. It's really funny. I've been on this side of TikTok lately where it's been talking about um it's been talking about people in relationships after they've had like their first child and how mm. much your relationship changes after you've had a child or then obviously had multiple children. Mm-hmm. And I look at relationships so differently now, obviously with hindsight having a child. If I could give any advice to anybody who doesn't already have children, who wants children, who thinks that they're with the person that they want to have <laughs> children with or they're still – no, I'm not. No, not at all because I think you, you and Mason are great. Like you would yeah. just make anything work. That's just the people that you are. Certainly not you. I mean really broadly like yeah. if anybody is listening, yeah. they don't have children and they know they want children mm-hmm. and they're either with somebody or they're not, I – like this sounds – so negative (laughs) but the one thing that I would say to somebody in terms of advice is like is this person going to be your equal to like the amount of work that needs to go into raising a child Mm -hmm. are they going to like tag team you with dinners and bed and bath and and like and I mean and I mean Every night. Mm -hmm. Obviously not the nights where like somebody's got to work late or somebody's got an event to go to or whatever. But I mean like is this person truly going to share the like not only the parenting load but the emotional labour load. like 
everything mm-hmm. like that. And I don't think people think about it in that way before they actually get together with – I didn't. Yeah. I mean – like I 100% did not think about – and it's because you don't have any life experience. Yeah, yeah, Nothing Knowing that almost. that's yeah. what's going to be on the other side. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Of course. So for me, yeah, of course it's all hindsight for me, but it's like, yeah, do I believe in soulmates? No. Do I believe that the end goal should be finding somebody who's your equal – and somebody who's willing to put in the same amount of effort, obviously if that's important yeah, to you, yeah. like it is important to me, but the same amount of effort when it comes to raising a child or doing whatever it is that you guys are going to do together in life mm-hmm. because that is the one thing that I keep seeing on TikTok is it's like the only people that are succeeding in parenting young children are those that have equal or almost equal responsibility when it comes to bringing up those children. And if any parents are listening, uh, like I bet you can relate. You either are one of those equal kind of parents Mm -hmm. or you're not and you can relate either way. You can go, yeah, I wish I had that or yeah, thank God I have Uh, that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, that or is that just like a sense. weird rant? I think yeah. it makes total sense. And I think it, as you said and like mentioned, it was it's because there's no you've got no life experience. There's of no course reference. you've got nothing to yeah, exactly. You've got nothing, nothing to reference to go, off exactly. You can't just, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just me. I'm a bit naive, but I kind of just believe the best in people and I'm always like, Yeah, of course, whoever I'm with's gonna mm. share the load. But mm. then you see so many articles and when it's like international women's day and all these types of things that you know women take the emotional load on so much more than men and that's obviously like a we're talking overall um and so i think it's important to think about for sure like i've thought about that and i've said to mason like i've had that conversation and been like well even just like before we have kids like now I'm the Mm. one that's always booking the dinners or always organizing things or always making sure we have, you know, X, Y, Z or always making sure to, to figure out when we got to go do the grocery shopping. And I said, you don't think about that. And he's like, yeah, I don't. (laughs) And Mm. it's not like, not his fault. He's just not aware of it. Am I being too like giving him a leeway there? But he's like, I think I bring it up to him and he's getting better now. Because I'm like, I'm always mm. the one thinking about it all and trying to figure our lives out and trying to make it all work. And you're just kind of doing your own thing. And so... Do you know what else? What? Do you know what else? This is not obviously related to soulmates, but this is related to like the emotional mm-hmm. labor load chat that we're having mm-hmm. right now. You and I are both, and we're not alone, obviously. No. A lot of people are like this. You and I are both like chronic people pleasers yes. chronic people pleasers right mm-hmm. and this comes back to the conversation also of you know apologizing when yep. we don't need to apologize and things like that but i think it's really interesting to note that as a chronic apology uh, as a chronic people people pleaser myself yeah. but at now almost as a reformed again <laughs> i'm fucking i'm going through it i'm going through it I'm going through it the last 12 months. Again. If, everybody hasn't, <laughs> if everybody hasn't noticed, Shannon is fucking going through it in life at the moment. But it's funny. Be- I mean, it's not funny, haha. And that's going to that's gonna be like Your my thing. fucking catchphrase yeah. on this show. It's funny. Not it's funny. funny. <laughs> not funny, haha. But funny, weird. No. Um, <laughs> it's not funny that now that I've stopped being a people pleaser, I'm taking active steps to stop being a people pleaser. There's a lot of pissed off people in my life. A lot of pissed off people. Wow. And it's just like, and and that's, that's fine. But like, that's not on me. I don't take on any, yeah, of course I don't take on any of that, but isn't that a reflection on other people, how much they relied on me to be pleasing them at every single, at every single turn for them. And not even that, but like, and, but just also like compromising and I'm like not compromising my core values and morals and things like that, but just letting people get away with shit and, and taking more from me Mm -hmm. than I should have ever let people take from me, I guess. And it's just like, 
fuck people show their true colors when you truly put your foot down set some boundaries boundaries and actually stop people pleasing and it's funny i like i love my family to death we're like i'm not super super close with my like we're one of those weird families where it's like put the fun in dysfunctional you know like we we love each other deep down and we've always got each other's backs and would like do anything for anybody but we're not those people that talk every day or check in every day I don't talk to my mum every day do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. I talk to my mum once a week sort of thing yeah. like just to make sure we're all good and things like that like deep down it's all good yeah. but when we don't live in each other's pockets or anything like that but when it comes down to it after I've you know cut off certain people or put certain boundaries up in the last year mm-hmm. or whatever it might be I've actually been not surprised that my family have stuck by me, but it's just like they're they're exactly the same as before. I, I was never trying to please people who actually mattered. I was yeah. trying to please people who I don't even know like why I put so much time and effort into these people. Do you know what I mean? Like it was yeah. never ever worth it I was never getting I was never benefiting I was never getting anything out of it Mm. and it's just like now that I've taken a step back and as I said set those boundaries put certain things in place for my own mental health not spending extended periods of time around certain toxic people people are so bent out of shape over it and I'm just like that is more of a reflection of you you than it is of me yeah absolutely like well, also, Does that make yeah, sense? Well, Can you just, relate to that? Yeah, I was going to say like the you being not surprised that your family stuck by you but just like noticing that it's like you probably felt safe with them and like safe with the relationships you had with them and this is just me thinking about it and not actually knowing the full – Theorising, yeah, yeah, no, of course, of course. And the people that <clears throat> you don't – that you like have put boundaries in now with it's pro- maybe because I think I do this – I don't feel safe with the people that I kind of put more effort into. Mm. And so because – Or maybe accepted. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I never tr- maybe I never truly felt accepted with the with, – Those you know, people, yeah. Those people mm-hmm. and I was always going above and beyond to try like and approval. do the absolute most, try and get approval, yep. trying to get acceptance. And I was never going to fucking get that no. acceptance. Like so, yeah. you know. And now I pull away and now I like now I'm protecting myself. And now I'm the yeah. bad person and I'm just like what's going I'm on here? Actually fucking not. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually not. Don't you guys have enough going on that you don't yeah, need so me there? Why so to be with yeah, liter- <laughs> literally. But I actually said this to anyway. my psych last night. I was telling her about um cuz yeah, we're chronic people pleaser here. Um, and I was telling her about a boundary I put in and she's like, oh, isn't it nice to have boundaries? Great. She's like, I'm really proud mm. of you. I was like, I'm <laughs> proud of me too. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, I think boundaries are good. I don't know how we got to that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> tangent. That's going to be these episodes. Literally. <laughs> All right. How about I just go now? Go for it. Are you a follow your heart or follow your head type of person? Elaborate. <laughs> I know what I am. <laughs> I know what you are too. <laughs> you moved halfway across. No, you moved across, across the country. Do I need to answer no. this question? <laughs> no. Did she use her brains? No. Not. I was in lockdown. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm oh a follow God. my heart type of person. And I feel like I've always been like that. I've always put myself out there and being the type of person that yeah I hate going on dates like first dates and stuff but if I like someone I'll tell them and be like so what are we like I want to get to it because I, I like the person and my heart's I on the love, line you know I love that you bring up the what are we question <laughs> <laughs> just because it's really like it's in the zeitgeist at the moment it, you know from mm. my TikTok for you page anyway like the mo- the thing that I consume the mm. most it's actually a really really hot topic and has really? been for the last sort of 12 months yeah 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 well, just, absolutely I, I think it's my algorithm yeah I mean we've <clears throat> we've talked about it before but I just don't have time to like mess around or waste time with people mm. and because I'm a oh, such a heart person I fall very easily mm. and because I fall very easily I need like reassurance that I'm falling 
for the right person or like I'm falling and it's going to be reciprocated so I'm protected in a way and then if I'm yeah, and then if it's not reciprocated I can quickly get over it sort myself out have a bit of a cry and move on so that's me yeah I uh, <laughs> uh, like I'm inclined to say head mm-hmm. I'm inclined to say I follow my head but there's there's definitely and I hate being a fence sitter, but there's definitely circumstances where I probably float between the two. Well, I don't think it's like a yeah. Hard of course, or fast it doesn't rule. have to be black yeah. and white. Of course, of course, but probably generally speaking, you're one or the other, yeah. right? More because they are lean pretty way. polarizing. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. I think I'm more inclined to lead with my head. But yeah, there, there's there's been the off chance that I would go with my heart. But in saying that, that's never fucking worked out for me. So <laughs> <laughs> can't relate to Grace's fucking successful love story where she moves across the country, follows her heart. I can't even. Anyway, I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's wrong with me? Fuck. Anyway, right, I don't know. Let's say it's head. Right, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm fine. That's the funny thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm fine, so fine guys. with being. I'm fine. <laughs> no, that's the funny thing is I've got so far into being fine with being pretty fucked up. Do you know what I mean? Like whether it comes to like just general life shit or just everything going to shit. I'm just like, I'm actually, I'm just fine with it now. I just, I'm just roll with the punches. It is what it is. Like next day, let's yeah. go. What do you fucking got for me today, life? Let's do this. Let's dance. Anyway. All right. My next question. Yep, go on. All right. Let's go back to if you do believe in soulmates or let's just say not even soulmates. Let's just say for relationship mm-hmm. purposes. <clears throat> If two people know that they're soulmates or that they want to be together in our case because we don't particularly believe in soulmates but can't be together for whatever reason, whether it's distance, career, priorities, things like that, should they pursue each other or let each other go? So let's just say, hypothetically speaking, if you had a moved to Melbourne mm-hmm. You spent six months with Mason, 12 months with Mason in Melbourne, whatever it was. How long was it? That you, no, you were there for like 18 months, yeah, wasn't it? Like that. Was that right? All, all 18 of months. Melbourne's lockdowns. All of them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fuck, that's right. Time. Oh, my God. Can we not talk about that? I'm so I'm still so triggered by the word like lockdown, lockdown mm-hmm. and I didn't even have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm triggered for you. It's awful. And let's just say you had a like dream – career opportunity mm-hmm. come up in like let's just say back in Perth yeah. for mm-hmm. whatever reason and Mason's either going to stay in Melbourne or he's still yeah. going to move to Sydney or yeah. whatever it might be what like should you still see I don't pursue each other or keep it mm, going or this is the you thing. don't think it's black and white no I don't think it's black and white again mm. because I feel like I guess it's asking about long distance, yeah. right? Like what are your thoughts yeah. on long distance? Because So Mason and I have talked about this as well. We've gone, if okay. I said to him, like, what if for whatever reason I get a job in London, say? You've actually had this conversation. We've had this conversation because mm-hmm. there's a company over in London that I really want to work for. I mean, I love the company I'm working for now, but like dream company, you know, I feel like we all have those. And they're based in the UK, but they can work remotely from like Europe or whatever. And I sure. said, what if I get a job over there? Oh, and then it was also, <laughs> I applied for an F1 company, <laughs> a job at an F1 <laughs> company. I said, Mason, what if I get it? <laughs> Me really shooting my shot. I said, what if I, re- I get this? Like, what What are you thinking? And he's like, well, we'll stay together. Like, you go. We can do long distance. If it's three months, six months, a year, we'll figure it out. Like I'll either come over for a bit and stay with you and then come back and then we'll just do long distance. Like obviously if I was comfortable with that, which I would be. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you can, if if you want to make it work, you can. I agree. Because I've had had people in the past say to me before, 
I remember in a re- I was in a relationship and they basically said – I said like I wanted to move to Melbourne or do like a, mm-hmm. a semester abroad and yeah. they basically said, oh, well, I'd probably break up with you if you went abroad for six months. Wow. And like fair enough, that's what they wanted and like they, they didn't sure. want to have to deal with it. People are yeah. different. But I was a bit like, oh, like there wasn't even a consideration or a conversation about – I was going to say a conversation yeah, about it. About it, about how we could make it work and things like that. And so it was kind of like shut down. So I think that's, an, again, been a big thing in my life. It's like, well, if I want to move and do whatever I want to do – I like I want to have that conversation with my whoever I'm with, and I've said to Mason if I get a job overseas and it's the dream job, I might move, and then he goes, well, I'll figure it out. I'll stay here for another six months and then I'll move over. Like there's no kind of, it's not 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 an option. It's not not an option. If that makes sense. And I think too, like the first thing that I thought about, I, I actually wasn't expecting you to say that you and Mason had even really had that conversation because I just can't picture you two not together. <laughs> but I think that that's got to do with the situation of how you got lockdown. together and didn't, <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much like lockdown Mason, like, just, like, from the day that you me. met. <laughs> like all the time in conversations. Literally, <laughs> literally. Um, so I just, I picture you, even though I see you as two, obviously yeah, two yeah, separate yeah. I people, I see you guys as such like, a couple mm-hmm. in that yeah. way that and also this comes back to COVID too right how amazing that there are so many opportunities these days for remote yeah like working as well so I just and I feel like you're both in two industries that are really actually pretty um safe for, forgiving yes. or yeah. safe safe when it comes yeah. to Safe when it comes to remote, remote yeah, working exactly, to an yeah. extent. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like it would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, I don't think there's a hard and fast rule. It's like you've got to have that conversation. Yeah. I think what you said about if you want it to work, you you would just make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I guess there's got to be some sort of end game though, right? Like if if yeah, you have two absolutely. really established lives in different places, mm-hmm. like right from the get-go or whatever, there has to be some kind of – end game yeah. one day I mean it's up to the individual or the um, couple to sort of resolve mm-hmm. what that looks like for them I suppose if it's not if it's in a traditional yeah. long distance relationship setting or whatever I see like the most wild shit of people putting into like I don't know anything about dating apps I've literally never been on a dating app in my life <laughs> which is is that wild That's to so you wild. is That's, it I've never I like mean, it's not I've crazy, literally never swiped I don't know many people that have never been on dating apps though. Uh, although all my friends back home, but small yeah. country town, like different. everybody's <laughs> different. been together. <laughs> yeah, together forever. But yeah, never been on dating app. But where I was going with that was um, people that put in a different city into their app yeah. or whatever, or they'll go or they'll travel to a different city and then get on yeah. a dating app. And obviously if, if they just want to hook up or they yeah. just want to get laid or whatever, then that's perfectly fine. Mm. They don't want to see the person again. But what happens if you just like want to go on a date or you want to do whatever and then well, you well, people do that. Get it get get Grace syndrome <laughs> and fall in love <laughs> on the first fucking date. <laughs> And then you're fucked. You're like, oh, my God, I live in L.A. and this person is in New York and I stupidly went on Hinge or whatever and now I'm in love with somebody from yeah. New York. What the fuck? That's is this easy, happening to people? I'm Surely sure, that's yeah, happening. Obviously that would be happening to people. But then I feel like, yeah, someone's obviously going to have to sacrifice something. And like me moving to Melbourne, that was a sacrifice because A, I had left all my family and friends behind and B, I was mm-hmm. locked down for 18 months. <laughs> um Mason, if yeah. you're listening, <laughs> literally. But again, we've talked about this, and it's like, well, yeah, we would want to move back to Perth one day, and that's kind of like mm-hmm. the full circle, yeah, moment. almost like what well, I came over for you. And it, I'm, it's not, I'm not holding over him or anything. Like, it's not a, yeah. a revenge tactic or a, a no, blackmail tactic or anything like that. It's just like, well, I did this, and like, I'm so grateful for it, but. You're like it's kind of have to, it has to go both ways. Like we're gonna have to sacrifice things for each other and each other's careers, and to, to if we want to make this work, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But I know people like I've heard. Well, I don't know people, but I've heard that people. Maybe it was on TikTok that it was like the best way to see a city is like go on a dating app and get someone to take you out on a date. 
because then they'll take you to like the rest the cool local restaurants and things like that I'm like damn I wish I'd done that when I was traveling <laughs> I guess but then I but then again I'd get too scared that they'd take me to some weird yeah, place they're fucking murderers yeah. oh I my mean, god yeah so I got asked out on a date by one of the security guards at like the Chrysler building in New York he was like I'll take you down to Brooklyn on my motorbike like it will take you all around Brooklyn and I was like I was like okay and then I was like absolutely not he was like i'll meet you back here. oh you didn't no. do it he was like i'll meet you back here at 10 o'clock and i was like i am not doing that you're a, you're like a scary bloke <laughs> and a this, scary this bloke. is me just by my my little lonesome in new york city you know I'm like hi everyone <laughs> you know fresh 21 year old so i'm just like like oh so that's then that's if i traveled alone i would have been so unhinged i think <laughs> oh i think i probably would I probably would have got stolen for sure. Now that I think about it, that like when you just said that, he was like, "Yeah, we'll go to Brooklyn on my motorbike." I'm like, "Let's fucking go!" Well, I was like, <laughs> in my head, I was like, "I don't know." It was like, if it was like during the day, maybe, but it was like I get off at all. I can think I about is I was like, oh, too late for me. Oh my god! All I can think about is that scene out of. Is it um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Oh, Does he they're on the have a motorbike in Staten Island? Yeah. I know it's not the same thing. I mean, if Matthew McConaughey also, wanted to take me on a motorbike ride, I would say literally. yes. Literally. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> but this guy was not Matthew McConaughey. So, I mean, <laughs> you know oh. what I mean. <laughs> All right, your uh, turn. turn. Do you have a hard time opening up? If yes, why? Do you want to answer that first? Um... Yeah, I can answer this. I don't think I have that much of a hard time opening up. I think because I, f- <laughs> I fall very fast, as we previously discussed. And mm-hmm. so and maybe I do it for the wrong reasons. It's like I open up quickly and kind of tell people about like mental he- my mental health kind of struggles and my anxieties and what makes me like nervous and things like that just to make sure that – to see how they react and then if it's like a good reaction then I can be a bit more open and I can let myself kind of get you know make have feelings for them and then if they it's a bad reaction I kind of it warns me off them a little bit I remember when I told Mason about like my anxiety and and why I suffer anxiety and he was it was just like the best response I ever got and I was like oh that's really nice and then look here we are. We've had responses in the past where people have just been not that great and it hasn't worked out, obviously. And I feel like with friends as well, I'm quite open about mental health and things that I struggle with. So, yeah, I think I can – I don't have a hard time opening up. Good answer. Thanks. I think, again, it's not like super black and white for me. Yeah. <clears throat> It depends. Sometimes I use, and this is, this is, I'm not proud of this. Sometimes I use my childhood traumas to, not to connect with people, but to get people to open up to me almost as well. So I show people that I can be vulnerable and I can talk about particular things. And it then in turn gets them to open up about, you know, whatever it might be that they want to talk about. So it's almost like you have to show somebody that they can trust you by telling Mm. them fucked up shit that's happened to you. Um, So I think in that regard, I'm I'm pretty easygoing. And also I don't carry any shame when it comes to like anything that I – I'm open and honest about. Would I do I struggle opening up about things? Does it depend on who it who it is as well? It probably yeah. depends on who it is. If I feel like I can trust them, um, like obviously it's not a nice feeling to get judged. Yes. I'm not gonna open up to somebody if I know that they're like if they've said something a judgmental in the past. person. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. If they've said something snarky yeah, absolutely. about somebody else in the past and I've, you know, taken a mental note of that, mm. they're not gonna be the first person that I'm mm-hmm. going up to and being really open and honest and vulnerable with. But yeah, like some of my friends, it's so funny. I'm always the person my friends always say that I'm always the person that's 
at kick-ons at 3am in some random kitchen talking to somebody about like, yeah, their random childhood trauma and like I absolutely hate small talk. I would so much prefer just to get down. I hate small talk. I just want to talk about the most fucked up shit in your life, my life. Just yeah, and just yeah, you, have it all out yeah, there. You talk about weather on every podcast. <laughs> I know, but also weather's fun it's sometimes. <laughs> but do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Though, like, I just, I just feel like there's so much room for growth when people just cut the bullshit, mm-hmm. and you can learn so much from like other people actually opening up yeah. about their vulnerabilities and whatever they think that they shouldn't really mm-hmm. share, that's usually the shit that, that, that people need share. to hear. Yeah, need to share. Like, and, yeah, need to talk when, about. Exactly. When it comes to mental health, when it comes to trauma, when it comes to whatever. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Suicide's a big mm-hmm. one. Like, you know, I find that a lot of people really struggle to talk about um, suicide in their life and how they've been affected by suicide. But the more that we don't talk about it with the, the people that we care about – that's yeah. right. The more it stays stigmatized and the more it keeps happening. And if we were just to talk about it with our friends and family, there's going to be that person who's considering that. Mm-hmm. They're going to feel like it's okay to actually talk about, about the fact, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, hey, I actually feel this way sometimes. And thanks so much for acknowledging that it exists and it's a really, really big problem. Mm-hmm. And that actually makes me feel comfortable to talk to you guys about it or say that I need some more support or I need to go and talk to somebody, talk to a professional about it or whatever it is. Like, I just think that those conversations are the ones that we should be having. They're the ones that we're not really having. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I think that that's where it stems from for me in terms of like, yeah, that, you know, that funny internet trope of, yeah, being in somebody's kitchen at whatever o'clock. But it's just like, that's the reason why I think I am that way inclined as well. And it's also like creating space for people to talk about things with somebody that they can trust and potentially maybe not. It doesn't even have to be somebody that you know really well. Some of the best conversations that I've had with people in the last six to nine months have been with people that I've met that day yeah. at that yeah. event at like as a plus one to something mm-hmm. or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like there's some of the, some of the best parenting conversations yeah. that I've had with people this year have been, I've met those people that day and they felt like they could talk to me about certain things about parenting and the really, you know, the yeah. negative sides of parenting and things or the not so great side of parenting. And they felt like that because yeah, one, they felt like they weren't going to be judged it was almost like a third yeah, party, you know, removed uh, from the situation. Third, that kind exactly, of removed yep. from the situation. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So I guess that's probably where I sit yeah. on that. So on, like, on a whole, no, I don't think I yeah. struggle with opening We're up. Very similar. I feel like I have those conversations about <clears throat> mental health and stuff to to make sh- not make sure, but like to yeah, tell what to what's the word to like sig- signal to the other person that it's safe to talk to me about it or that I'm okay to talk about it or it's okay if you're struggling in a way. Like what mm-hmm. you were saying before to give space for the other person to talk about whatever it is they're struggling with, you know, uh, mental health, suicide, that kind of that kind of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, when you said that, I really resonated with that because I do the same thing. And I, I remember one of my friends maybe like three, four years ago was like, Grace, you, you're really good at opening up about your mental health and now I feel like I can do it. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what I want. Not for her to tell me her secrets or whatever, but it's like to give her the space. No, but if it even just helps, yeah. even if it just helps one person. To like, open up and go, I'm actually not okay. Can I have some help or can you listen to me? Just I just need to talk this through with you. And I think that's like – I think that's a really, as you were saying, the more we talk about it, the the easier and the like the less stigmatized it will be in society. But then it's also nice to be able to be like, you've got those friends that will now open up to you or that will now reach out to you or that you know you can now reach out to because you've had those conversations in the past. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. All right. How do you self-sabotage? What does that look like in your life? Um, 
I think it looks like me thinking about things that I want to do, whether that's it's mainly to do with reaching out to people. And I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I think it's like reaching out to people or like even congratulating people or something like that. And then I'd think about it in my head or whatever, but then something stops me from doing that. So then I don't either make that connection with a person, I don't network properly, or I don't kind of nurture the the existing friendship and then that kind of dies away a little bit. And then I think about it even more. It's like, well, it's been so much time already that why would – I'm going to reach out now. They're going to think I'm weird or – I'm going to reach out to them and they're going to be like, who are you? Why would I want to talk to you? And so I stop myself from, yeah, nurturing those relationships or developing new ones because I'm scared of what the other person will think or how they will react or what they'll think about me, which I can't control so I shouldn't let it affect me, but (laughs) here I am. I think that's the main reason. I think I self-sabotage in the way that I know that I have a lot of untapped potential in things that I want to do, but I won't do them out of fear of judgment and being embarrassed or being humiliated or people talking shit about me. And it's like age old, right? Like that's just, that's so common in common in the yeah. like world of social media and tall poppy syndrome Absolutely. and things mm-hmm. like that. Like I've already heard, like I've already heard through the grapevine through people again, that used to be what I would consider mm-hmm. friends who I'm not people pleasing yeah. anymore and, you know, setting boundaries with and things like that. And it's like, Oh, why, like why would she even start a podcast? Yeah. Like what has she even got to say? Or what makes her think that, this podcast is even going to be successful. Why is she putting so much time into it? Why is she putting yeah. so much thought into it? Shouldn't she be investing her time elsewhere? Like what's even the point? Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just sort of things like this. And it's and it's solidified when you hear yes. that people actually yeah. verbalise that kind of criticism mm-hmm. and that kind of feedback. And it's just like, hey, I already thought that. Like it's not like I manifested yeah. it, but I already thought that people were going to say shit like this. I was trying to put it out of my mind because I'm just trying to – do something creative and something that like I want to do with one of my mates and we want to have these conversations and this is exactly why we didn't do it for so yeah, long absolutely. because of people like that and it's just like you fucking prove my point you're proving my point yeah. by like being nasty if if like if you don't care about it just don't listen yeah, or don't like why do you have to say say anything it's just bizarre just to me like why energy. are you having a crack at p- why having crack at somebody who's just having a go or just wants to try mm. something or like and not everything is going to be made for you, yeah. but it's just like, just don't fucking say anything at all. It just doesn't even matter. Well, I feel like it, there's kind of two things. It's like one, that age old kind of saying of like, if you've got nothing nice to say, just keep it to yourself. And I think more and more people need to like, remember that, you know, cause mm. you're just like, also just don't let it affect you. Um, and then two, you're saying like, yeah, people, just the two of us here just wanting to have a go and, <clears throat> you know, have these conversations and be a bit creative. And it, I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was like, why does everything that people do have to be like for something? Like why mm. does the podcast have to be for anything other than mm. we just like chatting and we like doing yeah. it on this platform we like – being a bit creative you know and we like like you and I like this yeah. style of podcasting yes. as well but like why so that means other people mm-hmm. like it as well which is why we're just creating another one and if no you don't one like it, listen to it it's like well listens yeah it doesn't have to be we still take a yeah, lot of stuff out of it you and I and because I think the, the person that was on the podcast saying this was saying I started painting and someone was like, oh, like, are you going to start selling them? Like, are you trying to make a business out of it? And this person was like, no, I'm mm. just painting because I like it. Like, I don't have to mm. do it for anyone else but me. And I think that's similar to this. It's like, yeah, this may not be successful or this may not blow up or whatever it is, you know. But mm. if we're just doing it for us, then who kind of 
cares what everyone, anyone else thinks. But then I also understand that <laughs> like the age old thing of it's hard to not care what other people think. If that makes sense. It's just hard to block yes. out the noise. And it's like, this is why I self-sabotaged initially. This is why I put this off for so long because I knew that this is what was coming. Yeah. And for somebody who has a pretty thick skin like me, I have a pretty mm-hmm. thick skin, but it's it's almost like it's because they proved those wrong. thoughts in my yeah, head that wrong, I had sorry. about myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Like, And I don't think badly of myself. I don't struggle with like self-confidence or anything like that. But I'm just like I, I knew in my mm-hmm. head that I was going to get these particular people that were going to talk mm-hmm. shit and just whatever and it was just like, okay, let's just put it off for a little while until you've got, you know, a better concept or let's just put it off for a little while until you've nailed X, yeah. Y, Z and then maybe they won't have anything to say and it's just like you just ne- you would never no, start. Yeah, and you would ne- have and, find and, something to say as well. Like they're always going to be like, oh, that And that's got to be – that's right. And that's got to be let go with the people-pleasing element too, which is Absolutely. why we just fucking pulled the trigger <laughs> at the end of the day because I was just like, you know what, they're going to do it regardless yeah. – and, you know, yeah, well, we need to – it's kind of why it was in my notes. We need to stop with the amount of self-sabotaging that we both do mm. in our lives. Also, I don't allow myself to, like, do the kind of exercise that I want to do because I'm scared of, A, what people think. Like, I hate going for runs on the street for the fear of, A, being catcalled and B, people looking at me going, oh, she can't run. Why is she running? But you don't know them. I know. But in my head, I go, I can't do it. I can't okay. do it. I just. Really? Wh- why would I want to do that? I've been catcalled before when I've run. And that's like, that was when I was like 16. And I was like, since then, it's freaked me out. Um, Did you feel unsafe? Yeah, like- I felt unsafe. And it was like a big, it was a big, it was, you know, guys in a car driving past. Oh, and I was just like, yuck. oh, like, I don't want to be running and trying to do something for me and then you come and just like mm. insert yourself into it, you know. Um, and that's something that I'm really trying to like overcome by A, trying mm. to do it at the gym first. Things like going on the squat bar, can't do it. I'm petrified of what people will think, that I can't do it right or mm. or that I'm, oh, you know, a serious like weightlifter or whatever it is. So why are you here wasting mm. like wasting the space kind of thing yeah equipment, equipment. yeah so that's where i self-sabotage as well because i'm just like oh I'll just stay in my corner and just make sure everyone else is fine and <laughs> the people please are inside mm. of me it's almost like yeah it's almost like you're trying to make yourself smaller yeah. to allow other people just to go about their lives and you not negatively yeah. impact their Absolutely. time or their space or whatever it like, is i just want to i should just be able to do whatever i want to do at the gym and but what be considerate yeah, what gives them but not a what gives them more of a right to take up more space because than you? I'm me. <laughs> you know, yeah. don't have the greatest self, yeah, self confidence or self esteem, but mm. and that's See, the thing. I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I can't. and I and I know I can, and I don't know the people, and I shouldn't care what they think, and no one's thinking of someone running. Like when I see someone running, I'm not going, oh, she can't run, or they can't run. You literally like, don't think twice <laughs> I'm like, about oh my God, it. I should be doing that. <laughs> like good on them for for going. You're, no, you're too focused yeah. on what you're doing, though. Yeah. You're too focused on getting to your destination or whatever podcast yeah. you're listening to, or changing songs on your phone or whatever it is. Like that's one piece of advice that I think if I could give to you or give to anybody in regards to whether it be exercise or being in the gym or whatever, you are the only person caring about you at that particular point. Do you know what I mean? People have. Nobody else cares what you look like, what you are doing. Yeah. And everybody's looking at themselves at the gym. People have told me that. Nobody's looking at you. It just doesn't sink in. It's it's the hardest lesson to learn. For sure. (laughs) Of course. A hundred percent, and I don't come. I don't come from like no, a preachy no, no. angle, but yes. just more of yeah, like yeah, a you mean. Mm-hmm. informative angle. Like I can just say from experience yeah. that people <laughs> genuinely don't don't care. They're I'm not so self absorbed. Not that important. <laughs> you really not. You really not. Not to these people at the gym, at least. But, and see, like here, you I know, can sit down. And I'm like, it's so silly that I'm saying this, but then if I went after this to go for a run, I would be petrified. But like, mm. also because it's dark and I don't want to go for a run when it's dark, but <laughs> that's another story. So, but yeah, mm. it's just, I feel like it's, 
I'm just going to be proud of myself for being aware of it. I just got to get to the next step of like doing, like pushing past it. I'm aware of it now. I'm going to push past it, you know? It's so funny. I was actually watching a TikTok today yeah. and I'm actually going to play a little bit of it because I think that, oh, hang on. Ah, I'm going to play a little bit of it because I think that you would really take something away from okay. this. <clears throat> Let me see. Hopefully I can find it. I found it. I found mm-hmm. it ready. Listen to this chick. Hang on. I'll just start it twice so I can turn the volume up. Hang on, ready? Hi, baby. In case you forgot, you are not a constant self-improvement project. You don't always need to be fixing something, working on something else, healing in order to be a valuable human. You are valuable just as you are right now. Remember that life is made to be enjoyable not to be constantly trying to change yourself or fix parts of yourself that you're not happy with. Celebrate your accomplishments from time to time. I feel um, I loved that. Today. <laughs> I feel so sane. <laughs> I actually yeah, brought this up you to should. My, we yeah, all should. Last night, I said I'm sick of always looking for the next thing, and I think in one sense it's good to be like future focused and and not being complacent but I'm like I'm just all like it's I'm in the stage of where it's not healthy anymore it's not helpful and it's more of a hindrance than like helping me so wow that really hit me hard (laughs) yeah I liked it just because isn't it so nice just to hear somebody tell you that you don't always need to be like trying to better yourself you don't always need to be trying to improve every single day like that and it comes back to a lot of hustle mentality and culture and things like that even like your Gary V's (laughs) of the world and things like that and that has a place like of course that you know has a place within business and things Mm -hmm. like that but fuck me sometimes can we not just like take a day where it's like cruise I just I just want to exist today I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna exist I'm just gonna Mm. be I'm going to be still, you know, I'm not going to do anything in particular. I'm not even going to go to yoga. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to be me today and I'm not going to try and work on any of my personal goals or my professional goals. I just need yeah. a break. Like, I just – because at the end of the day, it's just like so exhausting. Being in your own head all the time, yeah. trying to better yourself. Like, and we're constantly being told to work on yourself and upskill mm. here and be better, do more meditation, get more sleep, do more exercise, eat better. And it's just like, I can't fucking I can't do keep all, all the balls all the in the air at yeah. once. I can't do it anymore. I just need to just, not th- just yeah. breathe for a second. Yeah. You know? And I saw that today and I was just like, thank God. I'm actually going to. Yeah, adopt that, you know, from yeah, time yeah. to time at least. Well, like, yeah, it's, it's good to have that. Absolutely. Because, yeah, it's, it's exhausting always. Also, yeah, you don't always, like, you, I don't know, improving, it means, it, it feels like it's like a reflection that you're not, yeah, enough. and like you're not good at the or moment. You're not good like, enough. You know, mm, yeah, yeah, you're not. Like if you improve a little bit more, then you'll be good enough, you know. And so, like, mm. I think it perpetuates that as well, especially for me. For sure, a hundred percent. I'm exactly the same. Wow. Anyway, last All right, question. Last question. I don't think we'll go. I don't know. I mean, we may go into a tangent on this one. Do you believe in miracles? Very simple, but we'll see where it goes. Do you have an answer for this? I actually don't know. You don't know how you feel about miracles. I don't have an answer yet. Or you don't know if they exist. <laughs> you don't have an answer. You go first. Um, I'm going to say no, I don't believe in miracles. Purely from a science standpoint. I, yeah. I think that miracles are wrapped up in a lot of spiritual mm. belief mm-hmm. and things like that. Spiritual slash religious mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I think that that's potentially where – miracle narrative has come from um and i am just not a believer in miracles Mm. no um yeah i don't know how i feel i feel like amazing things happen but then it's just like right place right time 
I I believe you know? in weird, unexplained things happening. <laughs> the the glitch in the system. Like, I just don't think that not – not the glitch in the system, in the matrix. You mean the matrix. Whatever. You forgive it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what? Really not interested. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think there are weird, unexplained things that happen in life all the time. Mm-hmm. If that's the definition of a miracle, okay, but I don't yeah. think it is. I think a miracle – is almost wrapped up in like that higher being or higher power coming into play. You know, people talk about medical miracles and things like that. And I'm just like, Uh, probably not. Do you, do you believe in medical miracles? I mean, I feel like I've never experienced one. So yeah. Hard hard to comment comment. on something you haven't experienced. Of course. Yeah, of course. I also think it's almost like if it helps that person explain whatever's happening, then go for it. Sure. Like if 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 that's gonna help you get through a hard time, or if that's what you, the like the language and the kind of the mentality or you're you're using to explain a period of your life, like go for it. We all use different things to explain different parts of our life. Like it doesn't bother me. And I think that's and that's the foundation of spirituality yeah. Yeah. as well, right? Like that is quite literally why people do mm-hmm. follow religions or do follow whatever. Um, it's to give them, you know, a little bit of hope, a little bit of faith, whatever yeah. it is. I would never, ever discourage yeah. somebody from following a particular yeah. spiritual whatever <laughs> way yeah. of life. Yeah, of course. Of course not. But personally, yeah. I don't, like, yeah, I don't even believe in – I don't even believe in medical yeah, okay. miracles because I'm like it was either science <clears throat> slash a doctor or just – don't know. Yeah, right place, yeah. right time. I don't know. Do I believe in right place, right time? Like, oh, really? I don't even know if I. I don't even know. I don't even know Ooh, if I believe. I definitely believe in right in place, right place, right time. time. I don't even know what you would call that. But you yeah, think? I feel like. Is that like serendipity? Yeah, sliding dolls. Sort of. What's serendipity? Am I just an idiot? <laughs> I think serendipity is right time, right place. Sort of. Hang on, let me have a look. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep no, going. No, um. What, so what would you? It is? Oh, the faculty or phenomenon right? of finding valuable or agreeable things not sought for. Yeah, that's right place, right mm. time. <laughs> nah, let's just say it is. Um, what's your answer? Yes or no? <laughs> she hates giving her a yes or no answer. Fed sitter. Um, what about Jesus' question? Um, I'm going to say <laughs> yes. I'm going to say yes. I think that's nice. Yeah, and I also I wish I kind I of wish I said yes. Like yeah, I wish I could like say a yes. Hopeful thing. Like for sure. Yeah, something to like explain something that I can't explain. Explain the unexplainable essentially in a good way. <laughs> like a comfort. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, mm. I think so. Anyway, I'm just trying to think if I can think of any examples in my life that I've encountered that would be considered miracles. Yeah, see, I can't think of any either. But I feel like I've been haven't been in any like outrageously difficult situations, or like I've been quite privileged in life. And I also feel you know, it's been. And I also feel like obviously. Obviously, the idea of miracles is – would you say it's random? Like who – who? why do some people get miracles and other people don't get right miracles? Place, right do you know time. what I mean? Like, <laughs> I guess. Mm. Yeah. That, that's, what I, that's where I go to. Yeah. Yeah, right. I think it is a comfort mm. thing. It's a spirituality yeah. thing for sure. Definitely. I'd be interested to hear yeah. what other people think about miracles. What a, what a, I feel like that was kind of the most – that was a lot like the – we couldn't answer that one very easily, that last one. I think it's fine. And I think it, it makes people think yeah, too, absolutely. right? Like that's the point of these questions and the fact that we don't really answer them <laughs> and come with a prepared script. One thing you're never going to get from us here is, is a, a pre-prepared script because personally – we don't like podcasts that come on and read directly out of their diaries. Also, I don't have time for that. I'm sorry. I don't have time. That's. I think that's the main one. You're just going to get what you, you get. Don't have time to write, to write all your feelings and thoughts no. 
in a journal and then no, come you're on. You're gonna and get what you get, and you're not gonna get upset. <laughs> <laughs> People have an issue with it. Don't tell me. <laughs> write an email. Don't write please. an email. <laughs> no judgment at fuck off. <laughs> Literally, we I don't care. care. All right, guys, we are going to get out of here for today. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Hopefully you took something away from that. As we said, if you do have any answers to any of these questions that you want to share with us, we want to put a few of them up on our Instagram stories. So I'm going to put a few of the questions on our Instagram stories and we want you to reply to them with your answers. So... Yeah, if you could do that, that would be amazing. We always want to hear from you guys. You can go and follow us at No Judgment Podcast on Instagram. We're the same on TikTok. We are No Judgment Pod on Twitter and No Judgment Pod at gmail.com for any of your emails, any of your feedback. Be nice. We are bearing our souls on these little episodes where we kind of ask each other deep life questions. So. Yeah, unless you've got something nice to say. Keep it to yourself. Grace? Absolutely. Agree? Agree. I don't want to hear it. Perfect. <laughs> We're fucking sick of your shit, again, right? I don't like, have time. <laughs> I'm a busy, busy woman. She's a busy girl. Yeah. All right. We're going to get out of here, guys. We'll see Bye. you next time. Bye. Bye.